that's the mentality you got to deal with and that's what you deal with in a motherfucking fight a guy that wants to kick your fucking ass and, and not every fucking great fighter out there that's been around the block journeyman this and that whatever wants to go in and kick your ass that day because he's been doing his whole fucking life and you're not getting the fucking energy that you need for a fist fight and that's proper condition huh facts bingo retweet that <laughs> This is Jason Perillo. This is Luke Rockhold. You're listening to The Madhouse. Who are you fighting? Yeah. <laughs> Come back this summer. I got six months. I got back in the USADA pool. We're working our way. You I find some lungs, find some energy. Now, maybe not break my nose and at uh, 5,000 feet. Uh, maybe, maybe there's a few things I could fix up. In that, that. Maybe have some real sparring. Maybe have some wrestling. Maybe, uh, you know, I've, honestly, what you I need to do is beat the shit out of the not so real sparring, and then you start working on bigger sparring. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're no. getting fucking, you, if that little, that little kid's getting your heart rate up a little bit, bud. <laughs> hey, let's just let's be clear. Me and Cheeto both spar amateurs, <laughs> and he's sparring an amateur all the way up to his some of the best number one contender I've ever fights in my life. Fucking sparred. Why you what gonna, happens what, is there's what a different energy. there? Well, I when mean, you get I'm, your heart rate well, out. because I'm high. When that kid gets your heart rate, come his on. His last fight, his last fight, a lot of sparring was with, with, with that kid, with Elijah. A lot of yeah. sparring. For, but that was perfect matchup because he fucking would imitate Dominic Cruz. It's not so much about the guy in front of you. I mean, it's getting the right sparring. Yeah. Why it's good sparring. Why will give you a problem. Getting good. Yeah. Well, what happened is amateurs like that, that's why you a lot of pros high-level pros in boxing at least i could talk about boxing I could talk about fucking mma as well i mean bisping was sparring with jay lynn when he was a fucking kid you know what yeah. i mean we were sparring with him before the, a lot of fights anderson silva fights it's 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 the right sparring it's guys that are vibrant they're really fighters they got guts they got toughness and they got that young energy going and that's what you need to fucking sharpen up for in a fight you don't get in a fight all of a sudden you're like fucking mr fucking cool you know what I mean? You got to be able to develop that, Mister Cool, by fucking getting in front of that energy. That youthful energy is powerful. That's what you're drawing out of. You know, you're not in there. You're not looking for some. Who do you want? Uh, what's that dude you're trying to spar with in San Diego? Have this motherfucker come down, and you guys are both fucking feeling like shit. You're both 37 years old, or he might even be fucking 33, 34, but he's been through fucking the trenches. And at the end of the day, then you guys wake up. He fought with his wife. You fought with the three fucking hookers you banged last night. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fuck it. <laughs> a little more on the plate, you know. Yeah, no, well, whatever. It's just a yeah. different mentality. But now you go in there, you got all that going on in your life. You don't feel like, go, like even going into the gym because you've been doing it your whole goddamn life. Now you got that twenty-year-old kid in front of you, that fucking you when you were a kid. He's going, "Fuck this old man. I'm gonna get better and I'm gonna beat the shit out of Luke Rockhold today. That's what I want to do. That'll make me fucking hard for days." And then Facts. you're like, you know, you're in there, and that's the mentality you got to deal with, and that's what you deal with in a motherfucking fight. A guy that that wants to kick your fucking ass and, and not every fucking great fighter out there that's been around the block journeyman this and that whatever wants to go in and kick your ass that day because he's been doing his whole fucking life and you're not getting the fucking energy that you need for a fist fight and that's proper condition huh facts bingo retweet that
Applauses for my guy right now. Bravo. No, but yeah, right? It's it's nervous energy. It is. It's fucking, it's like. And not looking for any excuses. The kid clips you a few shots, you know where he's at. It doesn't matter. It's like, good for you, kid. I'm going to fucking block that lane a little bit. I'm going to learn to walk you down a little bit more. Because you you fight the same way you always had because you're so fucking athletic, you get away from with murder. You know, you get away with a lot of bad habits. You don't even realize they're bad habits because they're part of your rhythm, your slickness. And then fucking, you know, that catches up to you. You know what I mean? You fucking get back to the base, get back to a proper base, and fucking actually start fighting a little bit. It'll actually protect you because you put your head in a lot of bad positions. You go into fucking certain places with your legs straight up in the air. I mean, fuck, that's, that, see, that's the yeah. physical part. And I think when you're talking about different sparring partners, like, I got to get the right, these better guys spar by, it's, it's not about, the, 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 there's, there's, there's physical adjustments in your body mechanics that you got to make, make adjustment to while you're in a fight. And, and sometimes a guy, a kid, a 20-year-old kid, your best fucking, your, is your best rabbit you got in front of you. You know, when that dog's running, dude, they got a rabbit in front of them. You know what I mean? The faster that fucking rabbit, the more that rabbit's going to keep you on your toes, the more you got to deal with it. And that's where you got you to you gotta build the physical part along with the psychological part, obviously. So. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm just thinking, like, on the way back, it's like having the wrestling having like someone i can really like i gotta get back well, to that's that, that come type of play. my style where it's like i'm not just purely a striker it's like i have that i've added that wrinkle like i guess the boxing we're working on is is coming along i'm I'm, find, I'm finding that that flow and that rhythm of power more so than it's I ever but you're not wrestling with it right now obviously you know but if I, I you get a better base a better stance a better read on and more calm really in your mind because you're fucking it's, it's nerve-wracking that little that kid's trying to knock you the fuck out and guess what he's got a big enough sock to hurt anybody you know so it's fucking put you i mean it, it it's and i got everything to lose and he's got everything to gain it's like it's like fuck it's you, you got gotta, everything to win too. You turn to win a fight. Yeah, no, I know. I need to come well, back. To, you can try to get in shape to win a fight. I mean, if you that, that today's sparring was better and harder sparring than you did for any rounds for the Paula Costa fight. So if you look at it like that, like you didn't do shit. You were fucking. Not to mention you were running from city to city during the Paula Costa fight. You go to fucking up north. You go to Florida. You come back. You go here. You go there. You know at the same time because you knew what you were doing psychologically because you fucking forgot what that was going to feel like to get in a fight. We all do. I don't care how many fucking championships you have. You know what I, mean? I really don't because I've seen. Cha I, I've worked with oh, enough it. champions and know that fucking they forget. I mean. Yeah, I, I, I might go to, I'm not going to name names, but I have fighters that fucking, I know that fucking did everything from fucking sleeping in the fucking tents that make you fucking feel like you're, that you're altitude of 20,000, you know, every day is a grind. They, they think like how Cheeto's thinking right now. And that's what fucking, that's what really fucking makes well, you don't. better. It makes you fucking, uh, when you get, lose, get you where you need you to go. To well, you forget. That's what I'm saying. So you're jumping around city to city, right? Because you know what you're doing. And you're going to your, and you're looking for great workouts too, but you're looking for great workouts. You're not looking to fucking, you know, to get ready for a fight. And it's no disrespect on you. And it's no, nothing about, I'm not talking down to you or, or nor calling you a, a coward or a pussy in any way. You know what I mean? I'm just you, your athleticism helped you get away with murder. You used to train like a fucking dog up, you know, with your boys at AKA and fucking. That's when you guys were all became champions because you guys were all fucking competing together. You know, and, and, and technically this morning you were competing. You know, you were competing how to win a fight. You know, and, and, and that was something you weren't doing in your last fight. 
but what showed up in your last fight was hard and that's what's giving you the mindset to you listen we got to remember this at the end of that fight you were fucking in tears and you were fucking you were uh hated fighting I saw it in your eyes. I was the first person you fucking hugged. You came off the fence, you looked at me in the eyes, and I saw you and said, I fucking hate this shit. You know what I mean? And I believed you, and I understand why. You know what I mean? I, who could blame you for fucking loving that? You know what I mean? Especially all the years you've been doing it, you know? But also, you know, it, 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 did, what, it, did, what, it did that. It made you remember. It made you hate it. But it's the same thing that I'm talking. I'm hoping I make sense here. You were going to city to city right leading up to the Holocaust fight right you say and again it's not called you you forget what that felt like just five six months ago or whatever the Holocaust fight is you forget what that week or two i'm not saying you did you you remember now especially if we're talking about it for sure it's fucking but is it but it it's like you went to cheetos fight against uh uh what's the kid you fought last crew dominic cruz in in san diego you go out there and you hang out for the with all of us for the week of the fight. Obviously, you've been trained with Cheeto, so you, and that's your boy. So you're fucking hang out, with, and that alone started weighing on your fucking heart. You know what I mean? That alone weighs on all of our hearts. You know it what I mean? Actually, got me excited. Yeah, it like, gets you excited, but it also get. I don't mean it in it, 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 but it's it's still fucking reminding you what the fuck it, that week feels like. It, it, what happens during that week? Oh. You know, and then you, you catapult that into another week to where you're going to live 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 the same week yourself. So regardless what i'm saying is you're avoiding competing for that for this last fight were there injuries in play i'm not looking i i might again i know you want to you're going to make every, every excuse of the book after i have this conversation and finish talking about it but i'm not looking for excuse i'm trying to tell you something here at the end of the day you still showed the heart of a fucking lion of a champion you did in that fight just being a shell of yourself do you understand what i'm saying so this going back to the twenty-year-old kid that you're sparring, a twenty-year-old kid will get will, will 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 make you better than you were even that with that heart and and just stealing their energy. You know what I mean? Who's the, who? Do we just talked about energy with this Corey Samhagen guy? You know what I mean or whatever or or saying that Cheeto steals her energy? Yeah, he does. Fuck yeah, he steals there because he's in there fucking trying to steal everybody's energy in front of him all day long. You well, he's know embracing I mean? the fatigue of the fucking road and all the shit that he goes through. And I, I didn't embrace the fatigue enough to where I got in the altitude and I, my nose is shifting all over my face. And I remembered like all these things and fatigue makes a coward out of all of us. And so after that fight, it was like, yeah, it, it sucked. It, you know, knowing I didn't have the energy to keep up. And you, you build that feeling my nose step. break all over my face. It was like, fuck, what the fuck am I doing this for? But at the same time, you get away from it, and you don't feel like you're living. So the closer you are to death, the more you're living. I don't know. It's, it's, yeah, so you got to put yourself close to death. But at the same day. time, but I, but at the same time, like honestly, before the fight, <laughs> before the fight, I think I had the best mindset going in, like in the back room. You know, you get the weird, weird mind shifts through fights, and all the, all of them, they're a little different. Especially after three years off, it was like I, I never felt better going into the fight. Never questioned myself more so that day. I felt better. That's why if you're that physically mental. conditioned, that, that, um, there's a mental conditioning there too, though. There, I mean, your your heart was the fucking biggest thing in that fight. It was your mind, your but your your mind was fucking your your heart and your mind, your guts weren't fucking t weren't quitting. Your body was quitting in that fucking fight, you know. And, and the, but there was a the, there was a lack of conditioning because there wasn't connected between because you weren't in front of that twenty year old fucking kid. And I don't. And I'm gonna say it has to be a twenty year old kid. You can go get fucking ex champions or whatever. So, so what I'm saying, I'm saying. You, you, you didn't. 
you, you you weren't in the line of fire enough leading up to that fight to where you could fucking but your your guts and your experience and your heart were in there and that fucking gave you a, in my opinion a drive in that fight i mean it was close people were fucking slapping the face for saying that but i, I think they also would agree with me and some people would even say you won it just depends on how your eyes look at a fight and how you judge it you know what i mean everybody's emotionally connected to a fight because fighting is an emotional motherfucking thing so every you even draw an emotion you drew emotions at people you had most people saying fuck luke rockhold going to that fight everybody in that goddamn stand were on their feet after that fight cheering you and, and, and loving you during that fight not because of what you're doing physically because you were fucking running a little bit too much but that would have helped it's because you're putting your hands on your knees you're exhausted physically showing that you were fucking done and saying go fuck yourself i'm still going to try to fucking win this fight and there's something to that you know what i mean and that's what you want to try to capitalize knowing and reminding yourself that you have that fucking heart you have that guts and you know now if i can put the physical back into play that i could be fucking as good as anybody in this fucking world and that i mean it just keep connected that's what you, do. you don't need to question what you're doing you don't even need to tell anybody what you're doing you gotta just fucking do it and every once in a while try to listen a little bit to somebody you know what i mean like you are right now it's a good thing <laughs> because fucking i'm serious it'll benefit you in the long run because i'm not trying to tell you something like i fucking know it all you know this i repeat the same shit to fucking cheeto for the fucking since he's known me you know what i mean and you know what's good you know why Cheeto's being so responsive and I really think it's benefit him is because no matter how many times he hears it, he pretends like he's hearing it for the first time because he's reminding himself, I am hearing this for the first time because I've got to be reminded of this because that's what it's all about. And that's what my job is. Facts. <laughs> Facts. You took my fucking world title and I'm still here. But I think there's a lot of it. Obviously, everything we pulled from down here, watching Cheeto and, and, uh, and keeping it real, you know, and it, and it motivates me to get back. And, and I know I know the mistakes I made. I took so many years off. It's like trying to figure out what the recipe was and then obviously getting it wrong, but knowing I can do better. Knowing I found the, the, the mental state of mind to get back in there, but now I got to get the physical connected. So, mind and body. Let's go. Hand by hand with the spirit. <laughs> um, I want to get in there. I got to take people, people's energy. Honestly, I used to You want to know how to take people's energy? Hunt. <laughs> just the whole just have the whole thing like that and we just sit yeah you can go for it you're doing it all right so back to cheeto's fight cheeto what you <laughs> What's your game plan for Corey Sandhagen? Well, you know, I want to go in there and, you know, hit him with some shit, don't get hit, and go home. <laughs> <laughs> with a bag full of cash, baby, come on. Get the cash. So Guy is busy, though. It's, it's, yeah, no, I know. I think that's a great that's fight for anybody in that division. He could beat anybody, just like you could beat anybody, just like... See, but I think it falls a little shorter than the other couple guys, but... This guy's going to be the most wrong. This guy, after you beat him, it's going to make it. Granted, there's some better wrestlers up front, you know, with Aljamain and them, but but I, I don't think they realize the development that you're getting there as well. But no, they neglect. It should sure. fucking. But uh, 
Corey Samhagen is very well rounded, but you know he's gonna he's gonna he's a little fucking lighter in the ass than you are. You know, as far as his frame's concerned, he's longer, taller, the whole nine yards, a little bit of a bigger guy, but he's not. You know, but and those are the simple things of the fight. He's gonna talk very calculated about things. A guy like Corey Samhagen. You know, yeah. because that's the type of, you know, guy he is. And he's basically, smart. It's or, basically what he said already. He's a calculated. He's about Cheetos takes energy. And that's the most important thing where he's so worried about numbers and busyness. Where it's like that transition back is like finding those openings of energy and, and taking it and, and changing the pace of the fight. Because it's like you got to wait, see it, feel it. Or a lot of guys just force their way through and they try to add up numbers and it doesn't really add up in the end with the top guys, I'd say. Yeah, he doesn't get hurt too, so he's tough. He he he's got he got dropped by that spinning back fist, followed up by the left hand or whatever that. And he, and, and Yan's a big puncher. Yan's a guy that can fucking put anybody out. So obviously, but he recovered it because he's in tremendous shape too. He's smart. He's smart enough to run. He gets the same shot. He's not going to be used to somebody that's as good, if not better, shape than he is as well. So it's harder to see Cheeto's conditioning because he's not as much volume. He doesn't throw as much as a guy like Sam. Sam is so busy. You think to himself, how does this guy keep going? He's so busy. You know, but again, a lot of times busier guys and guys can hold their dirt a little bit more because they're, you know, they're not big punchers, you know. That for some reason, the bigger, bigger shot she got, you know, I don't know. Maybe it just naturally takes a little bit more energy out of you. But, you know, I think Cheeto being a big puncher, but as good a condition, he can throw as much volume as Corey Samhagen. He just doesn't think that way. Corey Samhagen thinks well before behind his volume, throwing a lot of punches, a lot of kicks. He's reading what's going on, and usually he's a longer frame guy and taller guy, so he can see. He's got a lot more room and a lot more distance. Get away to deal with, with it too. To work with, you know. So yeah, it, it, it's interesting. It, it, again, of, of course, this probably won't go. This isn't going to go up anywhere. But you know, <laughs> or maybe it does. You know. <laughs> <laughs> hey. But but what I but it but he's going to be surprised that there's going to be a lot more in between stuff going on that he doesn't realize. There's again more wrinkles to old Cheetah Boy's game. Wrinkles are into the game, bitches. Come on. Uh-huh. Rick, it's nice that that word wrinkles where's, been added. Where's San Hagen train? Where's he at? Colorado. Colorado. With the. I don't know who his trainers not, not, are. Not like Kamara's guys, huh? No, he trains with the other gym. Like, um, Kamara's people, like Rose and Trevor Whitman, they use a gym. I I believe they use the cage on the gym, but they don't really train together. It's like. It's the same, but not. Huh? No, I don't know. He trains at the Elevation Fight Team. Who's the guy, though? He trains with some... Oh, uh, uh, who's the wrestler guy? The guy that... Uh, knee, the knee bar guy. The knee bar guy. Uh, Ryan Hall trains him in Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah, Ryan Hall. Oh, Ryan, that's his Ryan Hall just done, huh? He took that one loss. He's out. Yeah. He's quit. Is that all right there? They have this... Yeah. Yeah, well, after that loss, he kind of like... Close Bail. fights. Neither fight. But both is a, that TJ. I watched both TJ Dillashaw and the other kid yet, and they're really fucking close. But now that I watch them again too, I could see how they got. Yeah, definitely see how Yan won that fight. But TJ's was close. TJ's were very close, but I could see how he won it. TJ got a lot T- of balls. TJ got hurt in the kickboxing fight, but he put him on the fence for a long time. So. Yeah, you're probably not doing a lot of damage, but if I'm able to hold you, even I'm TJ winning. knows that's a boring way to win a fight. But 
I think he blew his knee out as well. He too, blew right? it in the first round. He instead of cut, he got a bad cut. Too, a I bad cut like. in the eye, yeah. But instead of defend, he he let his knee blow up just for punch him. I'm like, but it's just because he's a tough guy. He don't give a fuck. Who? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Instead of defend that <laughs> knee where he went and let his knee rip just for punch him a couple of times. Well, we probably didn't think it was going to rip. Fuck. In that position. In, in that. In, there's some wars. In the inside heel hook. If he's in, he's going to rip. Is that what he got? Was it a heel yeah, hook? Yeah, inside heel hook, yeah. He, he, but he went like, fuck it, rip it just to give him one punch instead of defend and get out of there. I didn't watch I Sterling and. Uh, I fucking hate footlocks. Sterling and Corey. How did he? He just manhandled. He just shoot a double leg, took him down, took his back, took him out. Yeah, there's a strength thing going on there. It was just a quick, quick. No, but Sterling doesn't like. He doesn't operate any other way. He's just one one shot kill kind of guy. He doesn't. He doesn't try to mix it up. He's gonna be a coward until he's got a hold of you. He actually makes him like he just uh, like the the term I keep using here is a little light in the ass, and that's what you know that 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 seems to be. When he's got a guy that fucking can stand in the, you know, face his knees and his tricky shit, you know, they're tough enough. So like a guy like Yan's a good example. You know, I'm not going to talk about Cheeto because Cheeto hasn't fought him yet. You know, I know, I have a feeling how that's going to go. But it's being a little light in the ass because even in position, he gets in good position to grapple it too. The guys are just little, like even te- like they're a little stronger. It's everybody seems to be a little bit stronger. Am I right or wrong on yeah. this? And that's why a guy like Al Germain just fucking he probably felt Al Germain's strength and just went. Right, would he catch him in a guillotine or something? A uh, rear naked choke. A rear naked choke. Yeah, I haven't. I don't even think I've even seen that. He didn't even scramble. It was. It yeah, was almost it was like it, it was. It was almost like thirty seconds, right? Like Wyatt grappling with Max. Like fucking, like I just trying to get out of it. Yeah, yeah. He completely do that. overwhelmed him. He thought he was gonna go for a fight, and he just went in for a straight for a wrestling match, right? Right. Watch that one. Of course, you work on. He's getting better at it, like everybody else, right? If you're actually working on something, but it takes time. Yeah. yeah. Who's he knocked out? He knocked out Frankie. Marias. Uh, oh, Marias. Oh, that's right. And then who else? And then that's it. Has Marias been knocked out before? Like six times in a <laughs> row. No, no, for real. Before that fight? In between the fight. Oh, yeah. Rod Fong knocked him out. Sun Hagen knocked him out. Sonja Dong knocked him out. Merab is stopping with the strikes in the ground. So it's not like he stopped a guy. Yeah, a lot, yeah, a lot of good guys stopping him, though, too, as well. But, yeah, I got you. Is he Is he just not taking – was he not taking shots? Well, what, did he knock up, what did he knock him out with? I don't know why I didn't see that. He threw a spinning heel kick, and he oh, barely, yeah, yeah, he yeah, barely yeah. got touched, and he just went down. Yeah, Rod yeah. Fon, too. Sterling got knocked out by that guy, too, though, right? Yeah, but – Is that the only knockout, only loss he's got? Yeah. Well, no, he lost by decision. The other fights he lost – he lost a bomb back in the day, I think, right? With to Brian Caraway to <laughs> yeah. Asunsar. But a guy like Starling, if you can stop his wrestling, yeah. he really got he goes on panic mode. Nah, if he cannot take you down, he's like he gets desperate. That's when he lost, he lost out of desperation and just being on panic mode. He turns into a little squirrel, just running around everywhere trying to find a leg or a foot. That's a th- that's the thing he sees with you. He, sees, he thinks he thinks you just because that one fight with Jose was like you're, that's the well, easiest avenue to get a hold of him. I as, know. as a big as obviously your star. That he's actually been too. trying to take guys down every fight. I, the last three or four fights he's trying to take guys. Like he just try to mix it up. I'm not necessarily thinking yeah. he's going to take him down and 
and, and, and try to do something there. If he can, I guess if he, if he sees there's something there, he really tries to be a bit a mixed martial artist, I guess, at the end of the day. Right? He's a student of the game. He's a student. That's how he thinks. He thinks up and down. He's a, he has a notebook and write techniques. Today we drew the amber. He seems like a guy like that. Yeah. Maybe he's got, he's got a head for it. I mean, he's, that's what, hey, the big man creates us all equal now, doesn't he? You know, so he, he, where he makes up and being light in the ass, he makes up for it and fucking how he thinks and with his speed, because he's fast, too. There's definitely speed there. He's fast, he's athletic. He's, he's really good fighter. He's dude. awkward. He's a guy that you should Nothing's be worried of. Yeah, he is. If he's you're a guy fighting, you should be worried if of. If you're fighting him, you should be worried of him. Him and the rest of the top ten. He could beat anybody in the exactly. yeah, all those guys. That's how I think. It's a great division, actually. There's a lot of the top five guys. Anybody, you know, all you guys are. Everybody's a champion in that in that division, right? I mean, in that top five. It's dangerous. So and he's and he's as athletic as anybody in the division. I think he's more. I think he's probably one of the most well-rounded guys actually in the division. You know, I, I, I besides you, you know, obviously I have you as. As a guy that's gonna should beat everybody, he he's perfect to he's perfect for the next fight because that's a guy that we're supposed to beat. We need to beat that guy. We need to beat all of them in order to be the best bantamweight of ever right. all time. It's the only way to do it. You know what I mean? The only way to be a champion is be ready or ready. To, I mean, you're there now. You're ready to fight anybody. What's yeah. Corey, what's Corey's wrestling background? What's he got? Has he got like some college at all? No. Doesn't seems like. He's like he's got he's got high school wrestling. He's got. Well, he, I heard it something, right? I feel like the last two fights he was he was maybe zero and five in his first shots on. Uh, we need a tech guy. <laughs> on uh, yeah, hey, tech guy would help. Look it up. Yeah, well, but, no, no, he, was, no he, you, you, he, he shot on. He shot on Sonja Dong. He shot on. So the five, he's got stuff five times the first five with with Sonja and Dong. Yeah, right? I guess he's wrestled with Alpha Male those guys all the time, but. At the other day, he's trying. He's, he's trying, trying to. He's trying to mix it up. That's what would you what say? Out of his last fifteen takedown attempts, how successful do you think has he been? He shot on TJ, couldn't take him down. He shot on Sonja Don, took him down towards the end of the fourth round, <laughs> and then before that, he had one submission by triangle in his UFC debut. Okay. He's a basketball player, Smokey. Smoky Hill High School, where you play basketball. Who? Corey Sanhagen. No wrestling background. And then he took up uh, martial arts. Yeah, yeah well, same as me. Yeah, late, late. Good for us. Fuck wrestling. Late to the party. Fuck the wrestlers. Boring fucks. God. <laughs> we come me? to fight. <laughs> we come to fight. The world is more, like, more oh, people. Like <laughs> that's, a, that's a fucking. Oh, yeah. So you're a fighter? Yeah. Would you wrestle? Every <laughs> wrestler. Hey, wrestler. Like, Graduated a with a base. degree in psychology. Look at that. Talking about energy. Him. He knows the energy. That's for sure. Oh, we should hire him then. We're a couple head cases in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> he should get. Can't wait for the press conference. Let's get psychological. Well, that's what he. I think that's what There's he no thinks. press conference in the Apex. <laughs> yeah, no. No. It's we, we, we got a cute media day that you go in there to put on an outfit and talk to the most important outlet in MMA in the world and they ask you how you feeling that's pretty funny I, I can't, I, it's not even funny like, I don't know why they keep putting you back there at the apex I like it yeah, oh yeah I, I mean like energy wise energy wise how do you feel versus like the arena well, do, you feel, a, do you feel the it's, difference it's it the feels same, like sparring it's no? A, it, no I feel the same fucking shit you're going through a real fight with a real motherfucker in front of you <laughs> you can be in your fucking <laughs> like grandma's cage, basement yeah. it's the fucking same the only reason I say I like it 
It's just because it's convenient. You want to know why? You want to know why? Why? It's at the apex, because it's a five-round fight. It's a main event fight, but it's not a title fight, and you can't pay-per-view or you know. Yeah, you get crowd. the same TV deal. Uh, yeah, everything's the same thing. So it's a, it's a main event fight, and it's a five-round fight. The same budget, but so it's free. A budget. But it's it's a it's a free type of fight because they could put that like third from the end on a two-title fight pay-per-view card per then se. we're talking you know you can do that you know but he's it's also a three-round fight which for me right now i right now i like cheeto continue to fight these five-round fights and and being a main event you can't to be honest being a main event beats out anything being uh the third on a pay-per-view big card i mean like like it, 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 oh, third, yeah. I think it, it draws he draws more attention. He's he's the main attraction. He's dealing in it. And there's a psychological thing there as well. Getting used to dealing with that type of media and that type of pressure of having these interviews all week and having all the attention focused on you and having you know everything about you and the guy that you're fighting. That's what the champions consistently have to deal with. So it's cool. It's cool to go to new territory though and bring new fans to you. You know, what I mean, you move to like a different country or you do like, you go out, show up, and show out. You take that whole energy from that that specific area, and everyone starts, you know, vibrating. Winning, Brit. Oh yeah, everything. Yeah, the winning too. Yeah, winning. winning you can does. win in your grandma's basement again, and you get anything you fucking want. <laughs> anything, <laughs> anything. I don't know. I didn't win, and I I still feel like I gained something, right? Well, because you show heart. People like that. You gained the podcast. Do you feel? Do you feel? Do you feel more? Uh, you do you hear more at, at the apex? Sorry. Do you, can you hear like Perillo more? I like, have a, like it's so loud. Well, you can hear him more, but I have a great. I have a great ear. Pretty even quiet. on even on MSG, I could hear him. I just have a good ear, and we have a good connection. So I don't have to look to the corner to know what we're talking about. And sometimes he says very minimal things that are a lot, but it's just because it's connection. It's a daily, everyday yeah. conversation. Sometimes I use pull up here in the garage and we talk and it's like a drug addict going to see some drugs i'm coming to have the same conversation that he said earlier that i pretend i don't know it but it's good for my for my mind <laughs> so it's repeating over time make you better i guess right nah, drugs get better repetition repetition wait what did you say what was your drink of choice god what? What do you mean? What was that? Whatever you got. <laughs> uh, how how did you and Cheeto fucking come across each other? How does how did you guys unite? Cheeto, Cheeto put the energy. <laughs> Cheeto fucking. No, uh, yeah. Cheeto, he came up to you where when we first met. At go ahead, you'll talk. <laughs> raise me, your hand. You're on I'm, the, yeah, the class. I, I raise my hand because you know I respect my elders. So I fucking, I was asking him to train me for a lot of years. Like for a, he was basically saying, fuck off, I don't want to train you. I wasn't saying that necessarily, but <laughs> But, but okay. <laughs> hey, let me, let me finish. This is like, where where were you in the career? Like, so we had, we had the Ultimate Fighter. I met you on the Ultimate Fighter yeah, Latin America. I, I did that. Yeah. Make my UFC debut and everything. Went back to Ecuador. Thought myself I can win fights out of Ecuador. Realized really quick that no. I won. You can't train out of there. Even still today, you can't make it out there. There's no infrastructure. There's no mines out there that can help you get better. Sharp. Whatever. Right. I'm, I, I went and fought in London. 
uh, when Bisping fought Anderson, I fought in that car. I lost that fight by decision, and I was like one and two in the UFC. So Sean basically put me says like, hey, kid, I like you, but I'm going to give you one more fight because I really like you. He literally told me with those words, I like, that's I should cut you right now. I should cut you right now, but I'm going to give you one more. Figure it out and win because you lose next fight, you're done. Yeah, cause that's, you, that's how I felt coaching against you. I was like, this kid, I like this kid, but let's get him. Like, you fight him. Fucking take him. <laughs> well, my first fight, ultimate fight, not hey. the fuck out of the Mexican. Because, <laughs> hey, check this out. It was team. We were team Mexico. I was with Kane. Yeah. I was coach with Kane, and you were team Latin America. Sorry, yeah, I was like, fuck, get this. They, 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 they make me wait. Until the end of the first round, which is like week number four, we lost every fight. We lost every we fight. fucking owned you. Yeah. The Mexicans were fucking us up. Really. <laughs> Viva Mexico! Woo! We used to, we used to have and, a little channel. It was like getting down with the boys. And then when they asked, asked my fight to go, they put me against like the most veteran one there was with the more ko's they really this was a setup they were they were expecting me to lose in the first 10 seconds and we all were training at jackson's and back then they all were owning me like they all would beat me up submit me take me down beat the fuck out of me the stand up but you know i just kept coming every day to the classroom to get better but they knew it i was the easiest fight out of them we went and fight first round kind of competitive i probably lose it Going to the second round, it was like 30 seconds left, fucking up kick, right in the fucking mouth. Out cold, dead. And that was the first win for South America. That shit was huge. That was almost as big as win because we were losing in the first I round. I remember that, yeah. Stoppages. Like Berdung, there was a point Berdung was like, I don't want to be with this motherfucker. They fucking suck. But that was early. That was, that was probably the first thing the UFC did. No, it was the first thing the UFC did in south america we were like the first experiment let's see what we can do here yeah i'm trying to drag that the whole culture in. and it was the experience was great but going back on, i think it was on, more about team it's yeah. more about mexico oh, they, what? They were, oh no. it was all about mexico like they were the king that ultimate fighter was for mexico yeah we were just what would they need to look good to be honest and again and then finished ultimate fighter went back to ecuador and then, you know, I lost at Fine London, as I was talking. Uh, Shelby told me, like, hey, dude, you have one more chance. And then I literally, on that trip, I told my manager, like, yo, like, without knowing him, like, I didn't know really who he was or anything. Like, I knew him, I knew him through the phone. And I asked him, like, hey, can, it's okay if I fly back with you to Cali. And he told me, and he told me. What are you talking about? I'm talking about when I fought in London. Okay, you're talking about Sean Shelby? No, I'm talking about my manager now. Oh, like, he's, trying to, he's trying to find I you. I tried to come to the U.S. Oh, got then, you. Once I get to the U.S., I move with my manager house and everything. And then I was like, you know, l looking online, what's it's up? right there, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, let the man get his smoke in, eh? And then I'll... <laughs> I want to smoke a cigarette, but I can't do that to you guys. I mean, I could. But... <laughs> you could, but you can but I won't. <laughs> what is that thing that looks like? It's a, a little roach. <laughs> it's a roacho. I got a... Or Cheech and Chong. I got a couple of roaches in the car. I like a good roach every once in a But after that fight, I moved to Cali. Yeah. Then I knew he was around. Then I was texting him like, hey, it would be cool to, cool to train with you one day. 
four years four years later he replied, but it's okay. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> we're back again. Uh, When's the first time you were? I read 2016 unread. It's <laughs> <laughs> all DMs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was sliding hard in the DMs. <laughs> hey, but eventually, you know. And who'd you have this time? You had the yeah BJ at that time or no? Was it, he was still going? Bisping. Because you're always one like one at a time, pretty much. Yeah, you had Bisping or a couple, couple. Well, Bisping and, Bisping and Cyborg, Cyborg were champs at the same time. Then yeah, fuck you. BG was before that. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. That's a hell of a win. <laughs> that's, a, that's a hell of a win. Hell of a win. I was there first row. <laughs> okay, back to let's go back first. <laughs> I'll, I'll fucking fix this. Can we go eventually? What happened okay. was it, didn't we end up? Yeah, running too bad you weren't there for the first fight, first okay. row in fucking so Sydney, Australia. I, I was fighting. Fucking <laughs> cunt. Okay, <laughs> way. So, coach came to Dilash's gym one day. I think he was helping Dilash. And this is a week before the car in LA. And I was training there for like that day. And I was like, hey, man, can you train me? Like, I was looking really to train with him, but I couldn't leave my older gym because I was like, if I leave my gym, think he's gonna grab me. Then he don't grab me. I'm fucking. At least have something that I have nothing, right? And I was like, can you train me? And then I went, won the fight. And then after the fight, he started training me like kind of like once every three months. Yeah, come on, <laughs> come to the gym. I I would come to the gym, train, and then. And you were I, just traveling out here. I was living here. Living here at that point. I was yeah. living here. I was just trying to get him kind of full time. Now, from now that I'm in, I'm like, fuck it, just come every day until he likes you. But I like to ask. If you don't tell me come, I won't come. That's my personality. Because I don't want to feel like. Yeah, and I don't really tell anybody to come, do I? I just yeah. like see you tomorrow. Pe people just mm -hmm. get it in there. Yeah. But now I tell myself like, fuck, I should, I should just show up every day. Hey, mm. I'm here, huh? <laughs> but I like to ask. I'm respectful. And then from that fight on, we were turning in and on a little bit. And then eventually I was just like, you know what? I'm going to train here full time. Fuck, I'm not going to do nothing else. I'm Perillo. It's been going good so far. <laughs> Number four in the world, my man. Thank I you. Think, right? I, think it's, I think that's not really accurate, really. I mean, who was above you? Sean O'Malley. Check him off. Yeah, it doesn't really check. But, you know, that's good. And if, if he's having yeah. close fights with Jan, check him off. You know, it's like, come on. That fucking little prick declined to fight me, so he can talk shit. He, I mean, fuck, he should be pissed, man. He's, he's, I feel like he's, he got robbed over and over again. If you're getting screwed by that fight, you got, I feel like he won the first fight easy. I mean, like that. Well, he he lost the title. He got, he got disqualified. Right? He was winning that disqualified, fight. Disqualified. Lost a very close fight that I thought he kind of took. He that, was that really second winning fight that too. fight. With damage and everything, like he, I felt like the he, second fight. I put it like this: the first round was an ugly round because he was putting pressure, but he was getting clip coming in. Second yeah. and third, the other guy, uh, Aljamain, took his back. You won the round because he took the back the whole entire round, and then fourth and fifth, he won. So it's two to two. And then they got to figure it out who won the first one, right? I like to look at fights and, like, if you go to, like, a questionable decision at the five rounds, who do you think wins the fight in the sixth and the seventh round? You know what I mean? That's that's the way the fight, that's the way I would judge a fight. I think that's the what the ultimate fight. I the mean, it's like, one? it's like, who's going to win in the war? Who's going to who's gonna survive? I would have given the gonna fight die? to Jan if I was the judge. Yeah, but those exactly. But those judges are fucking pricks. Yeah, it's They're fucking, fucking blind. Guy's working his ass off and getting fucked back and left and right. It's pretty brutal. But I think the Miley fight that 
I didn't saw not one person saying that O'Malley won. So you gotta give that to nah. the fucking, you know, when, when the fights got close and you know, fifty percent says he's so he's, he's still he's still undefeated apparently, right? Is that what he thinks? So? Yeah, I guess so. Hmm? <laughs> yeah, my elbow says a different thing. <laughs> yeah, you know, but that's his that's his publicity, right? Mm. I feel every time he makes a shirt or talks about it, he's making me, he's putting my name out there even without, even for free, right? Mm. So thank you for that. Appreciate you, man. God bless. God, God bless. bless. I met Perilla. <clears throat> well, I was, uh, I think I was coming down, I used to come down here a lot, Orange County back in the day, party a bit, be a single man, try to find love, you know. But you never found love. <laughs> Try to hold a hand. I remember. I remember. I stayed with some girl, and I was like, I uh, I ring. I rang up Pat. I was in between. I was off like my Tim Kennedy fight, I believe. It's like just doing nothing and just just drinking and being a, a dumb shit and uh, drinking and banging. That's what you say. Hey, what? I, hey, you I know, love it. That's life. Um, and I was I I rang up Pat, and I was like, Hey, anybody who wants to work? And he's like, Oh, Bisbing's around. I'm like, Oh, this motherfucker. I was like, Yeah, let's go. And uh, I remember. Uh, I went out. I had a couple glass, a couple bottles of wine with some girl. Woke up the next day and just didn't had no real care. Came down to the gym, met Perillo, and fucking Bisbing. The the. We the, actually, the I think you came in. I, I think you came in a couple times before we. I think we trained it together. We right? trained. Yeah, we trained a we couple, trained couple pad rounds. Figure while you were in town. I told. I said, "Hey, Pat, Pat yeah, lined Pat, it up. Yeah, yeah, let's get some sparring." We actually did. I think we didn't. Wasn't that at in Huntington Beach? So I don't think we sparred. We went to a out. different different gym. Yeah, yeah, in Huntington Beach, I believe. I remember them. We, did we use small gloves too? Like Bisbing was like Bisbing was getting ready for Brian Stan or some fight, and I was like, "Yeah, Brian." I was Stan. like, "I was like, all right, here we go." And like he's like, he's all pumped up. He's like three weeks away from this fight, just and he wants to test me, the Strikeforce champ. And oh, that's right. And uh, I remember he, like he tried to bring it, and I was just like, "Fuck, we're going, we're going toe to toe with small gloves." I haven't done shit for five weeks. Here we go, and he just—he was just coming at me with everything he had, and that, I remember—I remember like that's it was, I remember, I, I, remember I, I, I had him the first round. I think the second round he started coming on a little bit, and then the, and like we did three rounds. I think two or three. We did yeah, two. Yeah, three rounds. Two or three. I, I think don't know. Did three because it was a three-round fight. Usually we try to shoot for three. Yeah. If you had three in you, I mean, I was I was dead tired, and yeah. it was just like everyone against me. I was like, "What the fuck am I? What did I just sign up for?" Just today? Walked in the, yeah. <laughs> you just you locked walk- me in the cage with small gloves. I was like, "We're, we're sparring with small gloves today." <laughs> oh yeah, hey. that's what he does. Hey. He's, you know, he's great at that. <laughs> I was like, like "Fucking hey. I, 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 I put my guys in a fight. Yeah, I do see a lot of guys come. He's in a fight too. Oh, yeah. It's not oh, like you wanted- well, that I was, was Strikeforce champion too. I was yeah. like, I was like, I had a name, like and I was like, some fuck guys you. come to the gym sometimes, and they expect like meets and kind of like a circuit. I was hey, being cool. Bisming was being hey. super cool too. He's like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Hey buddy, and then just fucking gloves? lock me in. I was like, oh fuck, here we go. One of the first time I came to the gym, you did that with uh with Dave. You were like, hey, jump in the ring. I was like, okay. Yeah. And I remember, and then like I think after the after the rounds, it was like Bisping was like, "Oh, so appreciative." He's like, "Oh, thank you, mate. Those fuckers, hey, let's get exchange numbers, let's train together." I was all pumped to train and do his thing, and then, uh, and then that there was the acquisition of Strikeforce coming to the UFC. I remember things started like shifting, and then Bisping went on went on some fucking show, and he's like, "Yeah, well, let's just." I spot Luke Rockhold and let's just say, yeah, mate, oh, I'm, I'm the unofficial Strikeforce champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like. <laughs> 
this fucking motherfucker. Are I was like, sure? I'm gonna come kill you. And I was like, from that point on, I was like, I was hunting his ass. That's a great fucking impression. Of the UK, <laughs> I love, it. I love Charlie. Awesome. What do you think? Hey, I've, I've had awful. I've had a bit Charlie of a history. Agree. <laughs> I have a history. I love the accent. Like, you got English speak Charlie like here. He, he, yeah. he knows uh, mm. it was you, awful, you, not good. You should speak like that for now, and it sounds pretty good to me. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, anyway, so. So me and Bisbing had it out from the start, and that was like that was the once we had our first fight, it was like it was already it was on. I remember we, we went to Australia, and there was so much back and forth with all the palmies just coming at me, just ah, ah, just slanging and just trying to rip me down as much as they could. And I was like, you know what? Fuck these guys, dude. I was like, I'm gonna I was like, I'm gonna walk out to the battle of fucking New Orleans. <laughs> I walked out to the clankiest. Is that like what the Johnny song Horton song, but we were in Australia, so it didn't really ring. But it was like everyone was like, "What the fuck is this song?" Yeah, it they just, probably think you're a fucking weirdo. Yeah, of course it was great, but I was laughing. The, the point is, I was laughing on the way to the cage, and we were having fun. And I just ruined Perillo's fucking whole trip to Australia. Oh, he's coming back with you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just hey. well, we always had good rapport. Like it was like you know, it was like we were battling. It's, the fight world is such a small world. It's so fucking small. Like we are. We obviously liked each other and we worked together before, but you know, like when you're when you're on a different sides of the lines, it's a fucking war. Actually, a lot of people Bisming fought I had known and had a relationship, but held hand pads from worked. I mean, from Vitor Kung Lee, there's a handful of guys that Anderson. you, yeah, Anderson, yeah, exactly. There's a lot of guys that I I knew kind of like that before Bisming fought. Cause, I mean, you guys all fight each other, like you said, small world. Yeah, but, how's your relationship with Biz now? Great. The ting. Great. I still talk to Mikey, Mikey quite a bit. He's, he's a busy guy, though. He does all his commentating and whatnot, so, and just movies and stuff. So he does a lot of traveling and work. But With you know, no, no knees and one eye, <laughs> he still wants to get come in and get it. I, I like that. Yeah. He's like, war he's just a fucking warrior. He's like one of those guys you don't, you know, like you don't understand why they're good, but they still keep winning. Those are the fucking dangerous motherfuckers. Like you're just like he's got an awkward rhythm and style. He, he just you think he's shit, but like he's just such a fucking tough motherfucker, and he's got this weird rhythm, and he's been doing it for so long that he he finds a way. If you force your way through a fight, he can he he'll he'll take advantage of. It. That's what I did the second time. The first time it was like I had this like I was like I I think I I made a bet. I was like a fucking hundred thousand dollars. I don't fucking I knock you out in the first round. And I was like, I was trying to make him take this bet. I was like, I fucking guarantee you right now, $100,000, I will knock you out in the first round. I was so pissed about him fucking calling himself the Strike Force champ back in the day. And he wouldn't take the bet publicly. And then I, like, I literally had it on my mind I was going to put him out in the first round until the day of the fight. The day of the fight, I was like, you know what? Fuck this shit. You're better than this guy. Just, just relax. Do your thing. And just, I just had this, like, this moment of realization. Just let it go. And I, and I did. And it was like everything in that fight was like slow motion. It's like one of my, one of my better fights where I I can clearly remember everything so clearly. And I remember after the first round, he's like, "Hey, motherfucker, hey, you didn't put me out." I'm like, <laughs> like right in between rounds, I was like, <laughs> as busy being the like just true to form. I was like, "You motherfucker!" I looked at him and I was like, "I'm gonna get this motherfucker right now." So you owe a hundred thousand, is what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> he never took the bet. That's the thing about gambling. You got to take the fucking bet. Hey, uh, Mikey. He didn't take, cash. Yeah, you yeah. know what? He didn't take the. He didn't take the bet. That's true. But you know what? He ended up taking uh, the belt. <laughs> the belt. <laughs> all I remember. All I remember.
remember was the first fight. I like when people compare me to him. So, hey, he's, cool, a, Mikey. He's, a, he's a tough dude, man. Similar career, far from this <clears throat> fucking country. Hey, my career is becoming more similar as, as we go. <laughs> Yeah, hey, honestly, I took my losses. I lost my belt. I lost my spot, but I feel like I can, I can still do some runs. Of course, some you runs can. to the top. Just gotta find the right energy, right? It's all about the energy. It's huh? all energy. Mm -mm. It's your soul gotta be attached to your mind, and your mind gotta be attached to your heart. Oh wow! I should write a book. <laughs> I think it's the same thing. The you, soul take, you take any mushrooms heart. today, Chico? Yeah. Huh? You take your mushrooms today? I, yes, I did. I took half a gram. <laughs> do you do you care like what which ones you take? Um, no, I just let them talk to me. <laughs> no, no, like with strains. Yeah, I don't. I feel like some strains. Like I've had a couple strains. They're fucking like I took yeah, them. Like with, I think they call it Yetis. I got a, like a half a pound of Yeti mushrooms. I can't even take them. They're just with, like they take me to outer space. I'm like. Yeah, but it's that's not the mindset. The thing for me, I and this is facts. With marijuana and shrooms, I'm not trying to look for the cookies and cream or the these mushrooms from Thailand. I just I just do when I feel I want it and when I feel I need it. Especially with the shrooms. It's more like I let really I don't have a scale for them. I take them whenever I feel. I don't take them every day, but when I take them, I feel them. I let yeah. them I let them do the work on me, and I like it because you know I'm not trying to fuck around or have fun. I'm I really doing it. Oh, it's for perspective. It. His perspective is everything. It gets it like gives you such a clear. Actually, that's really what helped me on quitting smoking last time with shrooms. mushrooms. But I was doing like an eighth at one time. A week. Yeah, we were we were thinking to you do know, it together one time. Yeah. And then something After happened. Fight, I was I was munching eights. Yeah, I yeah. build a tolerance to it. Because you do it, because that's a heavy one, and then that gets you kind of in that little a different zone. Well, fighting right? is such a, like a and you were doing, you were doing it right. You were like doing it once a week by myself. I go down to the riverbed and just walk, yeah. and I got my fucking crazy red glasses. glasses. I Those remember red glasses and everything was just. <laughs> Just walk around, going, hey, talking to people. It was all super. Uh, it was big time. Like, COVID was deep then, right? Yeah. So everybody's like, I'd like, walk, hey, I'd because people, everybody's walking and running at the time. Everybody decided to get in shape, weirdly enough, during COVID. Didn't they? Well, anybody around here at least were. Well, and I'd just be shrooming my balls off, just walking around, just tripping on it with those glasses on. But God, it really did help the cigarettes. I love it for they, running. They, for running, it's like you forget about your legs, your, your breathing, everything. Yeah, when you I, just go. You just like it's on, I don't do it on all every time, but on some 13, 14 well, when milers, you, you microdose and run. You don't do an yeah, eight. One time, yeah, one time, one time. I do time one I, gram for the 14 mile. <laughs> <laughs> the eighth on the run. Is, what the fuck am I doing? One time I took about I mean, eighth, maybe more. I was like, I was like last training camp. I had Cole like helping me out, and I was fucking. I started to just lose my mind. I was like down on the Santa Monica Pier and I was just like, I started to just slow motion. The guys at light shows doing all these twirls and shit. I was like, You're running? I just like, I started just, I was running like, I was like four miles in. I was like, I'm gonna fucking power eight, 10 miles. I got this. I was like, fucking Cheeto, fuck Cheeto. I'm gonna fucking get this shit. <laughs> and I'm like, four miles in, everything just started slowing down. I was like, Then I literally just stopped, laid down on the grass in the Santa Monica and I just like, Staring at the stars, I was like, "Hey Cole, can you come? You need to come pick me up. I can't fucking. I can't." You know, do this. A, a <laughs> I funny one that I happened to me. Literally had to go home. 
I was literally, I took one gram and I tied my shoes and went for a run. And like, within 20 seconds, I figured it out. My ankle was trash. So probably the day before the sparring, I really heard that I didn't feel it until running. Yeah. So I kind of, like I said, I want to power this thing. I'm like, when it was so trash that I have to stop, right? So I came back home, jumped in the sauna, and I forgot I took the gram. So do the sauna, get off the sauna. I was chilling. And then I don't remember what it was. My wife told me, this is like a, like a year ago. My wife told me, like, hey, can you go pick up something in the mall? Went to the mall. Boom, nothing happened. When I got to the mall, those motherfuckers exploded. That's crazy. And then... An hour passed by. One gram. Huh? An, an hour passed by of me, yeah, one gram. But normally I do it for a 30-mile run, so I don't really feel it. Yeah, I, I went to the mall like uh, four minutes after that, and I forget about the shrooms. And an hour passed by in the mall. I was, I was just walking around, just wondering why I was in this eternity, walking around. And then Maria called me like, yo, eternity. did you pick it up? <laughs> and I was like, and she was like, you want to pick my stuff up? And I was like, picked up what? I was lost. I was just walking around with mouth open, just kind of like, just being there. What do you got for us, Jason? You seem so quiet over there. I'm tired, man. I fucking, we had a trip to, trip to Vegas fucked me up. <laughs> the drive home. <laughs> yeah, I, the drive home. I got a couple FaceTimes. Of course it did. You look like a... I treat Coach Good with some good music, drive nice and smooth. I mm. went, yeah. I went nine days no drinking and then I fucking popped the bottle open on the way home and fucking it. What I, happens is when you drink every day, you're not hungover anymore. You know, the hung, hangovers don't exist. You go drink every day and then take a couple weeks off or 10 days off. That hangover is a motherfucker. It's a couple days. It's I tried. I told him, think about it. I asked, you want me to throw it away? He didn't give it to me. <laughs> whatever, happened, whatever happened to throw away cigarettes, too? I thought you were going to quit that's cigarettes. What, that's the whole point of the drinking. <laughs> I, mean, I, I do drinking <laughs> first, then cigarettes. It's a lot of battles when you do drinking and smoking at the same time. So I figured I'd do the drinking, get off the say It's a lot easier when we're in pandemic because I was by myself every day. You see people every day. It's a little bit harder. The world's working. We're out doing stuff, eating, going to, having fun. Mm. You want to drink. And the holidays are over, though, at least, so that helps. Holidays end. You can holidays. Is just, this rain too. This rain's crazy right now. Oh my god! My Santa Cruz, my hometown, is just destroyed. There's like billions of dollars of damage. It's only gonna come further south. It's just. It's the so war. much. There's so much it's like. Going to finish. The war is gonna. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's fucking nuts, man. I like the rain. I'm. Just, it's 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 crazy. See, yeah, you like it until you like you global, see like what's going on up there. Fucking assholes out there, fucking adding more contamination. Yeah, it's, it's getting worse. It's getting worse. <laughs> Don't throw garbage, guys. Recycle. <laughs> Jesus. No. What are you What are you doing outside for uh, for the for the health and the healing? Speaking of, you said you were doing some some things in Vegas, huh? You got some things going? No, in Vegas was just training, but like, you know, I like to use my sauna a lot, like pretty much every day. And the cold plunge, I get in that thing, is fucking ice better. everywhere. And I get to a point like, 
it don't, of course, it never get easier, but I just jump in that motherfucker for five minutes and I feel like. Sauna first, though, right? Uh, sometimes I go ice first. That's fine. Just good. for the challenge of it. I go like, and I do it late it's a night. Different, it's, that's a different if challenge. If I'm going to do ice, I jump in the ice around 10 p.m. just to fuck with myself. Yeah. And I love it. That's and then there. I sleep like a fucking baby. I wake up the next day. Ready to fucking kick ass. Don't you do ice, Luke? I do ice, but I don't go in that bitch first. Fuck that. <laughs> I, I mean, I maybe within five weeks of a fight, I might think about it. But like, yeah. hey, but you know I, ain't, I ain't getting in that thing. But it's like everything. I I always say this. It's just like a, it's just repetition. The yeah. first time I did first ice, I almost fucking mindset, I regret yeah. it. And then the next time I was like, it's, a, it's not too bad. That's why I do it at night. Because yeah. it's cold. The wind is cold. I say fuck it. It's, a, no, yeah, it's no. like a hangover. It's like drinking. When you're drinking all the time, it's not that hard. Exactly. But when you when you fucking you're not doing it, you feel the hangover. You know the hangover is like it's ice baths yeah. and drinking. It's very very relative to each other. But I know? do it. I do it pretty. <laughs> That's why you don't stop. You just keep plugging away. You drink every fucking day while you're sitting in that goddamn ice bath. Now you guys see yeah. where I where, where I take my consistency is from yeah. pops. <laughs> Uh, they say they say that like, you're supposed to experience the, the fatigue after like a training session before you get in an ice bath because like the uh, you want the body to, to absorb that like kind of the inflammation and in what you did. Yeah. So they say like 60, 90 minutes, I believe. Even before even, before you get in an ice bath, same, you want to let the body kind of like just even atrophy that, to Even that to doctor, absorb. that doctor that comes a lot to Rogan, what's his name? Ooh. Fuck. I don't know. He's got no, every, no, no, dude, no, every other week. It's a doctor. No, but this, no, this, this, like, this doctor talks about longevity, health. It's a. I know his name. It's in, uh, it, it will come out. But he says that the days you do anything, like performance, uh, like if you go for a long run or like a really hard lifting that day, skip eyes. So yeah. that makes sense with what you say. So I've been, yeah. I've been doing that for the last couple months since you told me that. The one day, if I do a really long run. Only do sauna because yeah. keeps my heart rate high and prolongs my capacity. Yeah, you want That's the muscles what, to like absorb that that inf, that that beat down that you put them through and be like, okay, and then they battle back. Because if like, you just jump into ice, then it's like it kind of cancels that a bit and make, makes your body you a little softer. You basically fuck it up. Yeah, you yeah, right. it softens you a bit. You know? Dr. Rhonda Patrick, she talks about that like when you, when you go for a like really long run or any type of cardio, straight to the sauna increase that base because your heart rate keeps going crazy so you know if you go for a sprint or in a fight or whatever you do for a living yeah sport performance wise your cardio goes crazy and i've been doing that for years now like after a run jump in the sauna like almost at 200 degrees and i'm but i'm used to yeah that's what probably and you like you like the uh you know i used to do back in the day i did it quite a bit back in the day was the hyperbaric chambers I and everyone they, they said it's a bone, the brain, but then like a lot of it's like soft tissue. But I never, I never feel. I, I was young enough. I like I feel like I'm more in tune with my body now, where I feel more of what works and like where to go and like. I've I been can, doing it for years, and yeah, I really, yeah. I honestly, for me, it's more like longevity, like having make sure my body when I retire works good, my brain is still healthy. You feel it though, like I do feel it. You that, feel it. I swear by it, and I don't fucking get it for free. I pay it. Yeah, and I pay a lot cheap. for it. It's, it's, it's not deal. cheap. That's why, like, when I when I tell people, like, I'm like, I'm not selling <clears> you anything. I pay for that thing. Yeah. Actually, you're gonna buy one. I'm huh? buy one after this next fight. I already ordered it. So as soon as I what get it, what does something thing, like that cost? Thirty grand. Mm, I'm paying for mine close to forty. 
Yeah, you say they say thirty, and then you get taxed and everything yeah, else. Yeah, but never like gets to your house. It's forty, forty-five. Yeah, I'm How buying. Big is it? Like it's a bed. It's like a bed. Yeah, it's like a it's like a tube. You just there's some new ones them. now. They're sick. Like you can sit back like on your laptop. You're just kicking it. The ones the ones that I wish I can have is like a hundred and thirty, hundred and forty. But like the benefits, the benefits of that is like the only difference is like the other ones. Like the really big metal ones. I'm getting a metal one too, but the other ones, it's like, you know, if you're getting an amputation because it goes way deeper. Because it's basically you're going under under the sea so mm. you can get a lot of oxygen. The one I'm getting goes only max to like phase two. You doing the oxygen the oxygen's a big boost too. Right. Like I used to do that a lot back in the day and you you're pumping pure oxygen as you're in there and you're getting right. that compression and that density. But like the, so. the difference on, on like the real expensive one and the one that I can afford is like don't go to deeper phases, which you will only need that if you get again an amputation or a broken bone. So yeah. I'm I'm doing it for recovery and brain health. Yeah, there's I mean it all comes down to like forms of circulation. There's another thing, the EECP. It's a it's a crazy thing. It like works against the pulse of your like your, your natural blood rhythm and pulse, and it's like it just contracts your legs at a crazy rate. It makes it look like you're like humping the air. You're like pumping, 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 and it's like <laughs> it's crazy. But it's like, but it's it's all circulation. Our body, our bodies are like our bodies are just depleting, and nerves or everything's like deteriorating from the start, from the from basically dying from the moment we're born. That's so why it's we're like, healthy because we're gonna stop pumping. Keep pumping that thing. Pum, 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 keep pumping up, and you know, Perilla, Perilla's really done a lot of it. <laughs> you know, you do anything up. good for yourself, Perilla, lately? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Took nine days off of drinking. <laughs> 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 I thought we just talked about this. Didn't uh, <laughs> you want him to tell you the story again? When was the last time you were going to run? And I, I know I, I got to get back rutted. You like a, you're a runner though. Like I, I, a you know how hard one. it is for me to start running. I'm a just crazy a heavy Hey, check this out. During the pandemic, when he was going crazy, he sent me a screenshot of a 13 mile run out of nowhere a, at an eight minute pace. No 801, no 8 fucking That's 30. Crazy. And I was like, fuck. And then I tried to match that. Guess what? <laughs> I fucking failed. I finished my th- my <laughs> so shit, but it was like it, it was like a nine. 50 and then i was like you okay you made it to the eight so since then have no you? I, I made it yeah, yeah but when i tried at the beginning i felt like four weekends in a row i was fucking i'm like how in the fuck he can do that it's it's, it's mental some people never, just run some people but some people have a lot of light footed too they just that they're 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 built better for running i'm a heavy footed guy if i don't i, I try s- to run when i'm not like in shape i'm dead my everything i get shin splints i'm like fucking just and a mile in, I'll be like, I got nothing left. Well, yeah, no, you know, when he's... That's like the main conditioning, though, when you're boxing, too. I mean, I always grow up being a boxer, so at the, yeah, that's all we did was run. Run like a deer. You know, sprints, all different type of running. Interval running, long distance running, sprinting. You know, you name it, running. You got to do it all at the end yeah, of the day. But you, you build a running base, too, but I think you're right, too. I think some people are more natural runners than others. Yeah. Problem as well. It's like It's like like surfing too it's like like heavy-footed people like they don't do well it's like I'm, i noticed like i was when i was decent i was like getting better at surfing when i was a kid in high school and when i was lighter when i was lighter and i was like i could actually like the moment i shift up a couple pounds i'm like i just get very heavy it works for my kicking for sure <laughs> just launching launching legs but like anything muscles. else like running and surfing all these like skateboarding 
I used to do a lot. And like, if I, if I was out, if I was a little heavy, all my weight goes to my legs. I'm just fucking thick and just slow. Thick and slow. Shit. Go to heavyweight. See what happens. Well, kicking is going to get you more yeah. money than skating and surfing. I'll tell you that. Facts. Facts. I'm surprised. Some of these skateboarders get fucking No, I'm not paid. saying that. Well, skating saying skating you. is... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bro. Appreciate it, man. <laughs> hey, he wasn't specifically kind of talking about yeah. you. I wasn't talking about, like, actually trying to get pro. I was like, fuck. I, was okay. just, I just... I grew up in Santa Cruz. I like doing it. That's where I learned to get tough. Cheetos got a little... I'm gonna go pee. I'll be back in a second. <laughs> I feel like as we get older, it's, we get worse in so many ways, but we can also get better too and i feel like i am getting better i'm getting i'm getting meaner i'm getting i feel like well, you're I'm, getting in there getting, I, like i, I said you weren't getting it. in there you weren't getting in there leading up to that cause fight i'm telling you there's a big difference there's a you know you, you but you you showed heart that, yeah. that you know the heart of a champion that's how you you've been a champion in the past there's a reason for that you got guts for it that's why you're continuing to try to do it now you know i guess you gotta just keep plugging away hopefully that uh ankle here heals up but here's a guy that actually is going to fight. Yay. In five weeks, five Cheeto weeks. Vera. Thank God, five weeks. That's I like nice. that quick kind of like turnaround. Like when they let you know you're fighting in four months is a lot. When they let you know like it's only like, hey, eight weeks. Fuck yeah, because it's quick. Just, mm -hmm. And then if you're doing the right thing, right? If you're in shape, if you like coaches, if you keep plugging away and they call you, you can go anytime. So... I feel good about this one. Get in there, beat this motherfucker's ass, and keep going. One month, five weeks now? Four weeks for five weeks. No, five weeks tomorrow. Yeah, five, four weeks to the fight. We have five weeks till the actual date of the fight tomorrow. So that point where you really start to feel it, you're like, okay, yeah, five weeks. I, I feel know. like eight weeks, it's like you're, like you're still coasting. Seven Look. weeks, six weeks. And then you get to well, this, che this, this mark, you're like, okay, now everything's... But you're already so far ahead. Yeah, he's technically training as if he's fighting anyways. We're still sparring twice a week, you know? We were sparring twice a week three months ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we're still saying it's not, you know, it's it's not a wild, wide range of sparring. We got the same guy, couple guys that come in, but they're, again, young kids that are hungry and are going to keep your, keep your energy right. You know, you forget. You know, you start getting... Happy a little bit buying a couple houses. Cheeto's gonna buy a second house here for God's sakes. <laughs> Escrow that, and Luke's already bought and lost houses. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to show him the ropes, you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, hey, don't do this in seven couple. years. Yeah. yeah, but I mean that's the nature of the beast too. But you got these kids that can't you barely put gas in their car, but they're coming and they're giving you the work that you need. So that's nice. Yeah. It, I believe in that. I believe on, on just maintain the same training that you do for a fight when you don't have a fight. Because, I mean, I mean, you can do all these new exercises or the, whatever the fuck science says, but you gotta fight to get ready for a fight. And if you're a fighter, you gotta still fighting. I do believe in a sparring. You know, we're not sparring every day, but a lot of people when they don't have a fight, they're kind of like. You know, wait till like all your fighting to start moving, and then your brain, your eyes forget about all yeah. that. So I think That's we've been doing pretty life. good. We've been doing pretty good for a long time. What's a single life? <laughs> your eyes, you, your eyes get lost and they, they, they detract. And well, but you're a pervert. Look, no, no, I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I just haven't found. 
I haven't found the one, Chito. What can I say? Hey, you gotta keep plugging away there too. <laughs> keep trying. Now the flavors. quick shift we get with the show goes straight from fighting to Luke Rockhold's love story. Oh. Luke, have you fallen in love ever in your life, buddy? <laughs> Look at that face. He Never. makes you cringe. I got my you want to make Luke Rockhold feel uncomfortable? Walk I, it, I, just I, like, I, had, like, I bet you there's not a girlfriend you've ever had that held your hand in public. Never. Would you come make on, her feel like on. an asshole? My right or wrong? Maybe holding his gym bag. Yeah, you had the gym bag. He's like, that's okay. <laughs> you touch my hand. Yeah, I know. I've had, I've had, I've had some girls. I've had a couple of girls, but it's just like I've chosen. I've chosen the wrong ones. Did you kiss them? Did you used to kiss them too? <laughs> I, guess I, I give a couple of kisses here and there. You guys make up, like you know, with, with love, everything, yeah. tongue to tongue. Hugged them. Treated him. You guys right. are really trying to get this though. Like, Come on, let's start. Ah, uh, you know, I, I I loved a couple girls. I guess, you know, that's huge. It was there. Was it good. was there. I, I tried. How, how many months? I tried, and going? then the, you know, you love the wrong ones, and I just I get it. I get uh, I'm getting old, dude. It's hard to find the the one. Yes, well, the girls. Yeah, as right. you as you get older, these girls get like you know they get uh, yeah, they um come across a lot of different uh, people and things and, and it's not always right it's not always as pure as when you marry the one you love for, at 12 years old like well well I, no well well Cheeto 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 got, Cheeto, married, at got married at what like at I got married like when I was like 14 <laughs> 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 yesterday was our anniversary 11 years married so you know hey where's, hey, where's, 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 where's the where's where's cheer where's button where's the cheer button <laughs> Eleven years, baby, plowing away. Yep, that's it's huge. Staying consistent. Three kids. Three kids. See. One dog. Yeah, <laughs> that's dog. Right. that helps the focus right there. Yeah. That that does keep you on. No, no doubt. Yeah, it's, well, it's, it's actually like, that's why I came here. I went to the gym. We go home. Go to grab a coffee with the lady and the baby. Get a ride in the truck. Drop them home. Come here to have a, this. Wonderful conversation. See, Cheeto reminds his girl every day he loves her. You never even hold a goddamn hand. <laughs> <laughs> we back to you, Luke. Where's, so. our, where's our theme song at again? Come on, Pearl, you got that on. Taki Taki, Taki Taki. We'll get at the right Look time. Look at Wuju yeah. though. Wuju is just up. like he's just the best. Yeah, Wuju is chilling. Yeah, my buddy. What uh, what are you what are you doing right now? Building up to the fight, Cheeto, on the weekends, and what's your uh? Most likely Monday through Friday in the gym, you know, we do the whole thing, right? We box, we spar, we grapple. And then on the weekends, either we go for a sprint or something like that on Saturday we coach. And Saturdays I like to get my miles in. So now that I'm getting close to the fight, I don't do 13 miles anymore. So I keep it down to 10. And then in a couple of weeks, it go down to five, six. But I like to run. Running is the best. Running make me, make me happy. I think running has proved more champions than in fighting and boxing than, than anything really. There's that you find yourself out there on the road, no doubt. Another many, another many people is willing to run by themselves. They need like somebody to help them, push them. I just go. I like to run, but I, I, I don't force me. Like actually, for me, it's like it's like a hobby. But it actually, helps me a lot. You're out there by yourself, and it's just like you set a goal and. And you have to finish it. And I, I was always like earlier in my career, I always ran like three, four miles at most. And obviously listening to you and coming back, because that was the only thing that really kind of kept me going. 
I had injuries and I wasn't in the best of shape, but I was just like, I had that time that you encouraged me to get out there on the road and get in that, that eight and that 10 mile range where I pushed through and, and got those. And I think that, that helped my, my mindset more than anything kind of going into my coming, my, my comeback and everything. It was, it was huge for the, for that mind state. And yeah. Running, running. I like different. running. It's my favorite thing out of fighting. And that's why when I'm not, when I'm not in camp, I'm going like, 13, 14, and one of those runs will, will get you. It'll get to you. You Once, love it when you're out there or you love it when you're done? I, while I'm doing it. I'm the, the thought process, all the, the good shit going through my mind. Different. I keep a it's healthy traffic. Bro. Yeah, Brody. it's a healthy traffic of good thoughts just going, thinking how I can get better, what I want in life, how I can improve, how can I stay consistently because, you know, the mind goes up and down. Yeah. So the same thing you put your body in shape, your arms, your legs, everything, the mind is a motherfucker too, so you gotta keep the guy healthy, keep the keep everything up there. You know, yeah. when you go up in the third, fourth floor, you wanna go pretty good. <laughs> you gotta keep it together. You gotta keep it good. <laughs> no, it, it fucking, it goes, no doubt. It's like, I never understood swimming. Swimming, like, it's so mindless. How people, like, swim for, like, swimming, for the cardio, hard. for the, it's hard. But it's just mindless. You don't. There's no thought process in swimming. Well, you know, you're just you're just swimming, and it's like there's no drawn inspiration as, as a cardiovascular tool to like get in shape for something else. I'm a fan of Michael Phelps. So I'm gonna defend swimming. I don't. I'm not I gonna like, do this. I, I, dude, swimming I like is like guy. swimming is like track. It's like why you have so many different strokes. It's like running backwards on a track and giving a Olympic gold medalist skipping on a track and giving gold medals it's like what are we talking about like but butterfly takes, stroke like work like you're talking about the most decorated hard, the most decorated yeah. athletes quote-unquote athletes are swimmers because there's five different strokes hey don't fuck I mean, with it's michael like it's like running guy. it's honestly it's like michael i love you. butterfly is the equivalent to running backwards on a track and I why aren't we hey. why are we giving when gold was, medals out for that. Okay, when I was, when <laughs> like, I was let's, kid, let's talk. When I was a kid, I used to compete swimming, so that's why I'm gonna keep battling you here. <laughs> and swimming is cool. And I pulled my groin when I was like, fuck, like nine, because the butterfly when you kick back, I pull my groin and I pull out of a tournament that was basically in this beach in Ecuador that you can go from kind of like from town to town. That was beach. Yeah, thank you, coach. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey. People out there get what I'm saying, but uh, well, yeah, bitch. Oh no, how do you say it? the bitch? I went to this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, my groin hurts. <laughs> I'm talking about swimming, you okay. know. So it was you going, you go across, kind of like the ocean. It was like probably like a mile, and I have to pull that because my groin, and I was really sad. So this was just like a, a beach swim. It was like a tournament. Whoever gets uh, first. Did you have? Win. Did you have junior guards? Bro, it's Ecuador. This is in the, in the high school. In the high school pool. I don't know. You're not trying to save anybody on the beach in Ecuador. We used to have. We used to have. No. We like in America. We have this like. This, well, in California, I'm not even sure if it goes anywhere else. But we used to have junior guards, which was the shit. That's, That's really why cool. I used to love. I used to I hate it because I was in Santa Cruz. It was like when 50 I, degrees out yeah, there. Was it hard to swim out there? It was horrible. I'd run. They would do a perimeter, oh. like a run, swim, run. So you'd run a perimeter around the beach, and I'd hit the water where you'd have to run the buoy. Run to swim the buoy, and I'd just sit there, and I'd be like, 
just just what, sit there and try to negotiate with the counselors like i didn't have to go I well now it's a kid you don't want to get in that water yeah because swimming's really hard yeah but then yeah, you'd but have to do it, it I, I bet you it's even it, hard enough to win a gold medal doing it it is, <laughs> it is. well i used to i used to really train like kind of like be competitive and shit like that and then i took second in a tournament once and then when i went to the bigger one pull my groin you pull your going swimming or doing the butterfly that's what I'm, that's what that's my point <laughs> when you fucking try to like go like butterfly style Bruh. the way you use your you legs no is crazy butterfly hey swimming is good <laughs> you're doing butterfly in the ocean no in the in a pool in the pool yeah yeah i used to like swimming my my like the swimming teacher in in when i was i don't know in first grade dude the guy was a fucking dick he would throw you to the pool like the way he teach me how to swim was he throw me to the pool yeah that's was, how they do it yeah i was going down he was like you're fine you're i won't let you die and just kick like a, he was like this kick like a dog yeah. and try to and i was like motherfucker this is my first class ever yeah. you know you know in the farm my dad put me in his shoulders to cross the river back then <laughs> i was a kid that motherfucker just threw me to the fucking water i was like yo easy let me you know in the pool, though, right? Yeah, in the pool, but in the deep side. Like, did he have like a pole? I when I did, nothing. They, they put a pole in the back of your neck, just kind of keep you. No, he you was scooped up you. out of the water. He would throw me, <clears throat> and he would jump, and he would sit next to me without grabbing me, and I was fucking basically drowning. Yeah. Like I was like, water going in my nose. I was swallowing water. I was like, yo, it's like, calm down. I won't let you die. And then once he saw I was really fucked up, he would pick me up. You're fine. Just kick like a dog. Just, just kick, and dude. I probably it doesn't look at look at you now <laughs> look at you now look at the kids these days there's no competition there's nothing at all these kids are just he used like that was a school teacher that was like the how you call in high school well in Ecuador we don't have pe teachers called here yeah yeah no but in Ecuador we don't have like wrestling baseball it was just a That's class that you do like conditioning kind of like running play but it's, it was basically playing soccer there's no wrestling at all. In nothing. Ecuador. Nothing. Ecuador like, in, is so small. In, in high school, it's so small. In high school, what sports did you have? Soccer. Ecuador? Just soccer. It's soccer or a street fighter like me. That's it. <laughs> no, like in, in school, there's only soccer. Only soccer. That's it. Nothing like me and uh, no. the homies will bring like a baseball bat with a tennis ball. There's gotta be baseball. Yeah? No. There is, but nobody gives a shit. Nobody gives a fuck. There's like a couple big teams in of baseball that kind of like move around South America. No one's give a fuck. Is soccer it? is the main thing. You go to soccer, you're fucking... Is soccer you or soccer, football? Soccer, motherfucker. <laughs> football doesn't exist in Ecuador. Oh, is it soccer there? Huh? Yeah, like football, like... No, America. I mean like football. They call it, they call it soccer? Yeah, football? we call it football. Yeah, but if yeah. I say football, my gringos homies will think I'm talking about American football. <laughs> it's soccer. Yeah. So we, that's all we have, soccer. Yeah. Is there any any pro soccer players? Out of, oh, there's great ones. There's like Antonio Valencia is probably the one that the biggest ever. He he went this. I like I like this guy because when he moved from Ecuador to Manchester United, he took Ronaldo position. That's a big shoot to feel, and he played like a motherfucker. He he That's retired. Huge. He retired now. He have his own team in Ecuador. He's a cool guy. I saw him last time we went there. Nice. Must be nice. I go retire. Have your own team. <laughs> fighting yeah you have his own team <laughs> and they play pretty good they make a ton of money too so oh soccer players make soccer. a shit lot of money huge i mean ronaldo just moved to dubai and all those all those contracts <laughs> for golf and 
soccer it's crazy everyone's moving out 200 there. million a month some shit like that <laughs> yeah i'm like hey you want me to carry your water homie can we do a fight league over there what are we doing but you check million. this out in dubai <laughs> it's, it's, in dubai it's illegal to live with your wife if you if you're not married right he's not married with his chick he oh, asked, he's not married no he asked the whoa no no wait 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 he asked the country to break the law for him so he can live with his wife and they say yeah you can do it you're ronaldo <laughs> so he won't, he, won't, he won't get his he won't get his head Legendary. cut up or getting high or, or how you call it when you get hanged or he won't get hanged anything he's fine <laughs> how do you call it when you get hanged uh he's uh, fine what do That's they crazy. do do they hang people i know i'm like at uh and <laughs> no hey, and uh when singapore they cane people you know what i mean like they've different like i don't know like so what, what are the Dubai, if you're not married you can you yeah. know have a partner or fuck whatever i don't know you can't show intimacy in public too right like or something like that but you if you're ronaldo you can do whatever the fuck you want because you're ronaldo <laughs> you're ronaldo you can that's he amazing. can have intimacy in public and there's no taxes in, in uh, dubai too bro it's dubai that's fucking crazy 200 mil fuck he still plays oh i think they're giving yeah. those 200 mil to the golfers too right isn't yeah. some of those golfers are getting they're pulling from the from the league I can fucking cook kind of this, and you guys want to fly me out for 200 mil a month? Fucking cook a proper steak. Bring coach with me. <laughs> Old Tomahawks, Pete. Wow. Yeah, it's a lot of money for those guys, huh? For anybody. Yeah. For you YouTube people, they pay like crazy money, but you got to move there with your whole family. Yeah, they make, they love jujitsu out there, right? You're talking about Abu Dhabi, is that what yeah. you said, or Dubai? He's in the same shit. They used same to. Thing. They used to. Yeah, I no know. more. Yeah, I think, I think we'll... They still don't. They, they were still getting greedy. The, the Abu Dhabi was based out there, and they were like, there were there was huge paychecks. I mean, they were getting like half a million and more for for winning. But then, from what I hear, the guys were getting so greedy, and they were taking the sheiks' money, and like they were just the sheiks got over them, and they just pulled out, and the whole that that There's, whole like it was like that well, that I, backing I, I, that I backing heard, all fell out. What I heard back in the day, since the the guys there, like the main guys, really like so much jujitsu, there they were like tell any brazilian legend like hey you want to move out here and we pay you like this a month a month this amount of year but you gotta live here with your family so right. you know the lifestyle changes right if you live in brazil you're having your caipirinha your acai you know you're barely naked in the beach then you gotta go to dubai dress a lot and can fuck around you know well, the, some guys for the money do it what's that what's that what is that rotolo brothers uh, they're making good money to compete in, in grappling right yeah, now. Yeah, they're, they're they're in 1FC right now. Yeah, 1FC. They're ma- yeah, they're, they're playing good out there. Yeah, they're to grapple. At least, grapple. Yeah, there's at least... Yeah. Do those kids want to fight at all? They they, they kind of mentioned it a little bit, but like... The, I think I feel like... I think I, I, they don't I, really need it. They're making a couple hundred thousand dollars of grapple. That's crazy because they're not... The, the, the actual fighters aren't getting paid that much. Like, I heard there's a lot of problems on the back end through... Like I, like champions not getting like scratching to get a hundred thousand, and they're paying the grapplers. And they're paying the grapplers that. more. It's like, what are we doing? <laughs> That's yeah, good. that kind of fucks the industry a little bit. But in Asia, you know, in the, in the UFC, I think it, yeah, happen. like if you're if you're not, I think it's 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 kind of weird to say, but if you're if you're Asian, you're not as marketable for them. It's like the outside influence of other fighters. I think they're they're catering to more to pay more too. I think within with the one FC, but. They also got a huge deal here in the United States. They're the most publicly viewed. Like they, who is the the one FC is like view viewership around the world. They're the most viewed. 
I think, sport in, well, in the game. Think like about how many people China have, right? Yeah, it, and they just signed a huge a deal with club. Amazon. Yeah. yeah, they're in China or Japan. No, China. It's a Chinese company. Oh, it is. It's Singapore. Singapore. It's in that yeah. China. I don't Chachi. want to be ignorant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't know that for some reason. Chachi is based out of Singapore, and okay. now they, they, they branch all over Yeah, they, they go Asia. everywhere. They, they go, like, a lot of They're Thailand. in Thailand right now. I think they're in Thailand. And I'm pretty sure it's pretty cheap to run the shows out there. I will assume, right? In Thailand, for sure. Logistic-wise. kidding me? Yeah. Uh, now, is it pay-per-view, one FC, or is it coming to station? Uh, it's in Amazon, so you got to have like an Amazon oh, subscription. Yeah, gotcha. I'm sure if you have an Amazon account, I couldn't, until this day, I couldn't figure it out how I saw live. I will, I will go like on Twitter and see the live kind of like results, but I, until this day, I haven't figured out how to watch one of C. Yeah. And I, I do have an Amazon just... account to watch movies, but I don't know if there's inside already that or it's separate. You got to pay extra. Yeah, I haven't figured out. I think they just signed the deal, and they're just like they're just about to launch the first thing. Yeah, they're going. That big. one kid, that Brandon Lee. Have you seen that little kid fight? He's the Hawaiian in, guy. Yeah, the Hawaiian kid. He came kid. to the gym once, right? He's fucking. He's, Bra- a, little, Lee, he's a little gangster. Lee? Yeah, the lightweight, lightweight, right? He's I'd pretty fun to watch. Yeah, man. he he came to fight. He can hard. wrestle. He can do it all. Kicks well. Where's who's he fight Takes for? Punches him? well. <laughs> I have no idea. Like out there, I just know like max four or five names. He's like the Rutolos brothers. Mike Musumeci, this guy from Hawaii, Lee. Brandon Bear is still fighting there. Ong, my boy Ong, he's the nicest guy in the world. He was the champion. He, he's fallen Brandon? off a little bit. No, Ong, Ong La, he was a, he's, a, he's a tough dude. Oh, the guy from... Uh, he's from... Florida he's, gym, right? He's from... Yeah, back in Florida gym. He's from a, um, Burma. He's like a god in Burma. They put like a golden rocky statue of him out in Burma. It's crazy. Oh, that guy's a good kickboxer. Punch pretty hard. The yep. guy you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he beat the crap out of Brandon Vera. Oh, that's true. His spinning he's way elbow. smaller. Brandon Vera like, threw a spinning elbow on him, and then he threw a spinning elbow back at him and knocked him down. Was, oh, oh, shit. Yeah. I'm seeing him. It's crazy how Brandon is still pretty good and he's pretty old. Shut up. <laughs> no way hey why are you looking at me you just stare straight into my eyes you i'm sorry asshole I'm hey it's the he's same like thing as like hey i'm smart i'm than... sparring this kid again today he's like oh he's like 19 of course he's coming i'm like every time I, we talk about this kid why he always gets younger every time i'm sparring hey, with him. okay okay every time okay. Chino's 21. like he's 21, 21 dog my defense is 45 dude that's a lot older than you Okay, he's 45. 40 Damn, fucking five. See, I wasn't calling you an old guy. Yeah. 45 is old. I'm yeah, talking for right. fighting in life. Yes. You still fucking. No chance. You know, <laughs> I got youth. But oh. like, Brandon Murray is 45 and still fighting. Yeah. That's crazy to me. He's probably making good bread out there. I mean, look at look at Glover. Glover's still fighting at the top at what, 42? Yeah, but Glover is a fucking. I would say some guys can and some guys cannot. That motherfucker looks like he's 20. Or at least feel. Maybe he have a healthier career. Who knows, right? Who are you talking about? Glover. Glover's been in the game for a long He's time. He's being man. knocked the fuck out. Bad. Bad. Anthony, Rumble, and Gofferson. But Rumble KO was fucking his teeth fly out. Let's give it. What, what prediction? What about this dude, Jamal Hill? What's his name? Jamal Hill. He yeah. can fucking crack. <laughs> he just, he's just a... Dude, I don't get just, it. I don't get it. But I get it. He just doesn't care. He's like he's got that just like he's like no a fox, he's like no a, fox given kind of attitude. He's like an old school boxer. He goes in there, started like bouncing and just throw kind of like weird punches, and they knock the fuck out of you. 
Yeah. But I believe. What do you got? I mean, I think I Glover. Believe, I think I Glover. Glover will expose him in the ground. Yeah. But if I'm running, he, he's gonna get fucked up. Who's this kid fighting Strickland this weekend? Oh, that's the, the French, French guy. I, I think Strickland's gonna mop him. I saw him hitting some bag work and doing some things. I think Strickland's just he'll tee him up. I and think. the the fight's at two o five. So Strickland make two. Yeah, because he's a short notice, like a three days notice fight. Oh, because Strickland's got a little muffin top. Bro, it's three days notice. Three days. <laughs> three. Strickland and Jamal Hill, they're both like rocking the rocking muffin tops. <laughs> little 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 yeah, fupa, little fupas going in there. He's, he made two uh, two o four, and the other guy, the Frenchie, it's it's a uh, make one ninety four. So it's a ten pound difference. I like. Hey, Wait a minute. They, oh, so they they weighed in, and the kid was only one ninety five. Yeah. And the, uh, the French is two, uh, 194. He came on the scale. What are the, what are the odds? Yeah. What are the odds on that fight? I don't I, know. I think, I mean, if we talk about betting right now, like, what was Strickland? Strickland's, Strickland's a. Strickland's Be careful a, with betting. 206? Is that Oh, what it yeah, you can't no, talk about that. 204. Well, no, out of house. 204. I don't coach anybody. <laughs> I'm Be careful with betting. Just, just don't be an idiot and try to leverage yourself. Yeah, he, he, may, he may, uh, but that's a 10 point difference. Yeah. Well, yeah. Strickland, he's a plus one forty-five, dude. That's that's money in the bank. I say Strickland got it this weekend. Who's plus forty-five? Plus one forty-five. Strickland's is a plus one forty-five. That's Ooh. that's dumb. I'm gonna put twenty bucks. Oh, I can. I'm gonna put twenty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I forget we, we can't buy it anymore. I never bet in my life. Yeah, I've never bet. It's better bucks. that way. Like really, the how never better. Why do you life. think? Why do you think the whole world's going to shit? Because gambling's taking over the world. <laughs> it's bad, dude. You fucking sick in the head, people gambling out there. It's bad, man. It's just taking. They over. probably put like a hundred bills in the hand and jerk off these fucking gamblers. Jesus, it's gonna be legalized <laughs> everywhere. I love what he said. What Jesus. is gambling? <laughs> what are you talking? Oh, that's just yeah, just taking money. That's a wrap for the madhouse and these mad times. Enjoy the weekend. Play safe, bed safe. Till next time.